That'll be creepy. Yeah, it will. That'll be a really... Hello. Don't do it. Don't do, do not freak out our lovely listeners. Hello, listeners. Don't do it. No, that is a bit creepy. I'm going to yeah, stop doing Yeah, don't go that. there. Don't okay. Go there. <laughs> Yes, hello <coughs> to you. Hello. Uh, hello to me. Hi. Hi. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Hello. Crackle, For crackle. episode... Episode? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> We're going to make a killing with this <laughs> one. <laughs> There's a serious face here and I've just gone and lost it. Episode. <sighs> hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Crackle, crackle. <laughs> What? <laughs> Doing effects. I can hear that. Welcome to episode 65 of Frithcast. Settle in, warm your knees, grab a bun, fight Kate for the marshmallows. Yep, you've, you've got no chance. Okay, fine. Don't fight Kate for the marshmallows. I mean, you can try, but. Yeah, you, you can know. try. Sneak the marshmallows out from under Kate's nose. Good luck. Okay. Settle in. For another Frithcast. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm mostly a heathen. And uh, and I'm Kate and I'm mostly not a heathen. So Together we make most of one heathen with no brains. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the slight surreal madness of us going off on tangents. But we do talk heathenry in between. Welcome to my lovely wife, Kate, who is a druidy thing and coffee powered. Indeed, although not coffee powered at the moment, which is unfortunate because I'm currently on a bout of night shift. Yeah. And hence hence the sort of slightly uh, uh, fluffy Dazed. fluffy euphoria because I'm not quite entirely sure. What date we're on. Yeah. Never mind what day we're on. Hey ho, never mind. Everything's fine, what lovely listeners. What are you going to tell us about today? Well, I thought we'd do another one of the runes today. Okay. It has been a <clears> few <throat> weeks since we've done a rune. Yeah. Well, we did a little bit of the, the tea rune last time. We, tea we did mention it, this is true, yes. So I thought we'd look at another one of the runes today, and I thought we'd look at the second rune. Now, way back in episode... H hang on. Something or other, what? Hang on. What? The second rune. Yeah. So that's f-uh. Yeah, it's okay. the uh part. Please yeah. go ahead. So I thought we'd have a look at the second rune mm -hmm. in the sequence. Now, way back, goodness knows when... We did the very first rune and we looked at bovine bank accounts. Fail. Fail. And so I wanted to have a look at the next rune in the sequence. Okay. So this is not going to be the start of the other umpteen runes in the sequence. We're just going to kind of dot them through the series of what's it do, da? Well, no, given it's taken us about 60 episodes to get to the yeah. second one. <laughs> okay, fine. You might have gathered, lovely listeners, that both of us are a bit squeaky at the moment. We've both... We're both recovering from a bit of a squeaky cold. Yep. We've both narnered our voices. So if you hear us squeaking a little bit and we sound a bit different, that would be why. It's my fault for singing loudly all the way through the bit where I lost my voice. You sung loudly all the way through the well, bit Well, I didn't you lost sing loudly. I sang enthusiastically. <laughs> what were you 
were singing? Anything that came up, really. Okay. Just whatever was on the radio, I tend to just sing along. I thought we were going to get a rendition. No, I've broken my voice from singing too loudly. Okay, fine. I was getting all settled in for a song there. We haven't done a song in ages. This is true. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing one for several weeks. No, me neither. Um, Bit um, squeaky. Next, yeah. yeah, Well, we'll we might consider it next time because we're both a bit squeaky. But that would be the reason why. The squeakiness. The squeakiness. Okay. Yeah. Like hinge bracket squeak. Hinge and bracket. If Adney, is that you? If hinge and bracket. Hinge and bracket. Doctor Ivadney Hinge and Dame Hilda Brackett. Dame Hilda Brackett. I remember them well. Yes. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. What is the... What was the rune? The second rune. Yes, the U. The the U. Urus. So the F for U. It's the U sound. For U. Yeah, F-U. F-U. The start of the alphabet in runes. Yes. For Thark. Of course. F-U. What did you think I had in my mind? I know what you had in your mind. I can hear it all the way over here. <laughs> Rude. Well, so what does Urus mean? Urus is where we talked about Feu being domesticated cattle. It's wealth. It's the the symbol of you having movable wealth. Okay. Movable. Movable. Ah. <laughs> oh. Too soon. It's no that no it was never too soon for that one. <laughs> okay. So the second rune is a bit closer to battle cattle. Okay. Than domesticated chilled out cattle that kind of wakes up in the morning and asks if you want waffles because it's got the griddle on and it's doing, you know, chilled out household things. This is more about I want to live on your farm. <laughs> I like it on your farm. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, I just love the idea. That is such a cosy scene. You know, the sun rising over the fields. Cow the making. cock the cock crowing. Yeah. The the the, the sheep going oh, unrolling the paper and putting its glasses on its nose and going, right, what have we got? Sheep What's go this way time. Yeah. yeah. And the cow putting the griddle on and make, oh, making lovely. breakfast waffles. That's lovely. Yeah. Alright. So this rune is more about battle cattle. This is the wild side. So we've talked about before the boundary between the sort of the safe inside the hall where it's warm and it's civilised and there's people and the wilds. Okay. And we've also looked at that boundary as the edge of a uh, a village and looked at kind of here is the inside and here is the outside, that binary boundary. Yeah. And it's the same... Terminus. The terminus. Between this rune and the first rune, it's the same kind of... Terminus, I suppose mirrored boundary if you like mm. the first rune is all about the sort of the civilization the sheep putting its glasses on and rolling <laughs> the newspaper and having a bit of a read going oh look what's happening in india and everything's lovely because <laughs> <clears throat> sheep are very interested in this they are. okay you know cows being domesticated and having wealth and sharing that wealth around and this is the wild okay side julius caesar on his little wee busman's holiday describes what they call the boss primogenus, the Aurochs. When you say his little busman's holiday, do you yeah. mean the Gallic campaigns? That's it! Okay, fair enough. That wee little traipse around Europe, you know, gap year. The Grand had. Tour. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of him doing kind of ruling things, he took a gap year and came over to, to Europe and tramped about a bit, <clears throat> met the locals, and then he went home. That one. Met the locals, <clears throat> kebab the locals. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that bit. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm not proud. No, I know. That whole kind of meeting the locals and covering them with fire and squelching them about a bit, that bit. Yeah. Bringing them the light of Rome. On the end of a pointy stick. Yeah, that bit. So he did that, but he describes in De Bello Gallico, yep. the, the Gallic Wars, he describes the aurochs, and he describes them as slightly less than an elephant in size, which is big. And Hang on, I thought the aurochs <clears throat> was a kind of a cow. It is a kind of cow. Slightly less than an elephant but in this size. this is kind of like a big battle cattle mad cow. So he basically says that they are slightly less in size than an elephant, but they are the colour and shape of a bull. Wait. Right, hang on. Ain't going to get through a revolving door easily. No. That's all I'm saying. It's the horns. What colour is a bull? I don't know. Kind of cheesed off colour. Because I've seen black ones, I've seen white ones, I've seen kind of scrabby ones. I mean, I've seen those whole kind of neon orange Scottish ones with the big fur coats on. They're wicked. Also those. Yeah, I love those. But, no, um... What, but you say the shape of a bull, yeah, right, to me, and it's like it's it's kind of like a an oversized terror dog. It's all basically yeah. shoulders, isn't it? It's kind yeah, of basically kind of whole, yeah, shoulders and horns at the front and pointy bits and bad breath. Because you have like a bull market, don't you? A bull market. Yeah, in finance, you have you have a bull market and a bear market, and the bear market is where the 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 thing the line's going that way because it's like the shape of a back the back back of a bear. All the big astute gays go. What? The bear market. Not that kind of bear. Oh. Okay, fine. But the other one is a bull market <laughs> where it's like the, the, the line follows the line of a, of, of a bull. And one of them's going up, one of them's going down. I can't remember which. And it, and it I've depends. just got images of bulls and bears being on escalators now and that is really weird. No, it's... it's, like, it's you know, the horns are going to get in the way. They can't do it. It's it, Well, this is this is part of the problem. You know, shopping in women's lingerie. It's not going to work. But you see, my pro- why should a bull not wear women's lingerie? Lingerie. Lingerie? Anyway, moving on very quickly. Um... What about no? The, you see, the it's the line, but I can't remember which one. Which one is which? I'm sure somebody will tell us which one is which. One is a bear, one is a bull, okay. and, it's, and it means either the, the the stock is going up or the, the market as a whole is going up or it's going down. Um, and it just, but it depends on whether you start at the nose of the animal and work your way to the ass, or start at the ass and work work. So, I'm sorry. Start I don't at know. The, start either at end the, is dangerous on either animal. I'm not at, sure I want to do both either of these. Start at the bow of the animal and work your way to the stern. They've got little lights on, or so I can tell which versa. way they're going. Probably, yeah. Ends of the horns. Yeah, little lantern. Not on so much. Each in, side. Not so much in the case of the bear because they don't have horns. And they have like little earrings in, so I can figure out which way they're Probably. going. Probably a little red one, a little green one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I good. I should think so because it's usually a good idea to be able to tell which way a bear or a bull is going. Well, either way is dangerous. I think both ends are kind of <clears throat> volatile. They can be. <clears throat> I'd sooner one was heading away from me at speed than heading towards me at speed. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So he basically says size and shape of a bull. Right. Now, he also says that they're very, very strong and very, very fast. Okay. You know, you take a brick and you throw it and it flies. Is probably the kind of momentum they're building up. It's kind of big. It's <clears> kind of heavy. It's really, really cheesed off. Hefty animals. Hefty, hefty animals. So you've got aurochs horns... Uh, or big bull horns that are drinking horns. Okay. And they're 
primarily the material that drinking horns are made out of today right is bull horns is it keratin Cow horns. is it keratin yeah keratin protein yeah okay yeah so you've got aurochs horns now i know i don't know whether they're aurochs but i know they're blooming big there's a pair of gilt tipped horns and i have to be really careful on how i said this in the sutton who assemblage which is just a posh archaeological word for a group of things that come from the same place. Okay. Assemblage. So these <coughs> these uh, tilt-hipped gorns. Yes. That you were talking about. <laughs> tilt-hipped gorns. Mm. That's something out of Star Trek, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. Probably. So they're huge. Okay. Basically, and they've got a massive capacity. And I know we have longhorn cattle about today mm. but generally our domesticated cattle have been bred without horns yeah kind of much easier to get through gateposts doorways they don't tend to stick in trees so much or sticking or sticking stick farmers sticking farmers so we've bred our milk cattle mostly to be without horns so jerseys frisians are all cows that don't have horns anymore but aurochs used to have a horn. So if you imagine something the size of an elephant that is bull-shaped and is kind of big, kind of powerful, hugely fast, and has these two big freaking spikes on. Yes. Some bright spark in the past decided that the best thing to do with those spikes would be to kill the animal they're attached to. Yeah. How are you going to do that? I'm not sure. Hey, lads, I've got a great idea. Watch this. And take those spikes and hollow out the cores and drink from them. Yeah. Yeah, no. <clears throat> so, the aurochs is great strength. Mm. It's great speed. It's a huge challenge. It's very much to do with the boundaries, the wild side, the more stepping. So, fixing a boundary and keeping to it. The boundary between the wild, the unknown and the known or the inside of the hall where it's safe and warm and happy and there's shiny people. Okay. Because outside you get monsters. Outside you get monsters. Grendel and, and stuff. Yeah. No cows making you waffles in the morning. <laughs> Not good. If you look at the different rune poems, now we've talked a little bit about the rune poems before, but if you just need a quick refresher, the rune poems are where we get a lot of the evidence for the oracular meaning for the runes from. Okay. And there are... A few different versions. So the Elder Fourth Arc is the one you'll probably find the most rune sets are based on. And this has how many characters? This has 24 characters. Three groups of eight. Some sets will include a blank, but it is a replacement rather than a rune on its own because it isn't a rune, there is nothing on it. Okay. But if you look at the rune poems, they give slightly different descriptions of what this concept is. And the Anglo-Saxon rune poem describes it in much similar terms to Caesar doing his, you know, holiday programme. They describe as something having great horns, it fights with its horns, it's a bit cheesed off on a good day, and it's a creature of what they call metal, which to me says, don't go there, it's huge. And it's kind of pointy. Okay. And it's not a good idea to, to approach it from any end. I'm just wondering... When you say Caesar went on holiday, mm. and I'm thinking he got, he got about a bit. He went all where all around Europe. He did it wasn't, it wasn't too was, bad for a gap year. I was years, wondering really how he managed his phone. 
the oh, roaming charges. Did he have to switch Roman on? Come on! It would have been, it would have been uh, <clears throat> yeah, it kind of got perforated at the end there, but never mind. I should think you did, the big pointy <laughs> horns. You're going to get perforated. <sighs> anyway, go on. But there's two other rune poems as well as the Anglo-Saxon one. There's a Norwegian rune poem, and that gives you a slightly different, well, slightly different meaning, completely different meaning. Okay. It has a concept of what they call dross or slag, which is the waste product from forming metal. I have heard both these words. Yeah. And it also has the line... No, dross in... was actually a, a thing, though. I thought it yeah. was just a... Like I rubbish. It was just, just kind of a... Things to throw away. A vernacular. Yeah. But it also has the line in... The reindeer often races over the frozen snow. She sells seashells on the seashore. She does. But I'm not quite sure how the whole kind of dross or slag as a byproduct of forging metal processing ore into metal then gives you the reindeer often races over the frozen snow I'll be like well yeah but do you <laughs> shoot reindeer if you're using them I mean do you use them to pull stuff are they would they be talking about like sled think, runners and stuff or I think they do now I don't know whether they did I think they used to hunt them yeah I'm just wondering if it's if it's kind of well was it was it like a sort of obvious lead on from <laughs> You know, you do you you do your forging and your your smelting and whatever it is mm. you do, and then you make your wee shoes and yeah. Or was it or is it some kind of kenning that we don't we don't have a a key for these days? It might be a kenning, and all I've got now is a whole kind of reindeer running off with Labutin shoes on, well, well kind of Pratchett you know steel shanked high heel thing going on, and it's like <laughs> oh. That's the whole wrong image in my brain. But there you go. The reindeer often races over the frozen snow. And I'm like, what? So I tend to stay with the meaning of the aurochs. The cow. Okay. The, the big battle cattle thing going on. Yeah. And the Icelandic rune poem gives you a third meaning. Crikey. Yeah. And in that, it's the they compare the strength of the animal to the rain beating down on crops and livestock. And for me, that's almost like the wild can destroy your domesticated, 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 that domesticatized, domesticatized. It can make it de-domesticatized. OK. On account of being two inches thick and 24 feet wide. De-domesticatization. Yes. This is. Don't try and write it, lovely listeners. No. It ain't going to work and you'll just end up needing <laughs> more coffee. OK. It's more like this is wild strength this is instinct some people will look at it as its achievement because to kill one of these big beasties with the horns and the pmt and the the battling of the cattling is quite a task yeah you can't just walk up to it and ask it to kind of you know fall on your big knife shall you tar it doesn't work this thing is huge mm -hmm. caesar describes it as slightly less than an elephant I think I think Caesar was Caesar was bigging stuff up though, wasn't he? He was. I mean, when he <clears throat> when he sort of came into came up to Britain, uh, you know, he did a lot of he did a lot of talk about how oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and and how sort of savage the natives were, and, and oh, how... everything's horrible. But we are doing brilliant work, great 
fantastic. Yeah. Don't exactly. worry about us. We are being raw Roman heroes. Exactly. He was bigging it up because yeah. he wanted. And 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 I speak as a as a Roman pagan, so you know, mm. I, I I know I should be probably standing up for Caesar. for him. But I mean, the guy was an ass, and you know. Yeah, he was, well, he wrote uh, a good rote, though, didn't he? He kind of did that, the whole sort of press release thing quite well. But that was the thing. You've got to take <laughs> it as you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because he was trying to big up the, the challenges that he was facing to make himself yeah. look good and to justify what he was doing. The huge campaigns that he's yeah. pulling himself. So not only are we facing like marshes and no roads and no bathhouses and no civilization, no libraries, no books, no nothing. We're also facing these huge, big, uncouth guys who don't even speak Greek. Yeah. And the native cows are freaking They're the size huge. of elephants. Yeah. And it's like you actually go there at the time, you're getting your TARDIS, you nip back there, you what? You, you, you go, what? Show, can, you, can you just point me to a cow? And yeah. they'll go... That thing over there, mate, only in ancient Britain. It's a really, really big like, upside down squirrel. That thing over there, mate, and you're like, what thing? That thing there. What? I can't see. I, all I can see is that tiny little Felwell pony. No, that's a cow. What? It's like, it's like two a, feet from floor to floor to head. What are you talking f- about? It's a fizz gig with horns. Yeah. <laughs> but he said they were the size of massive elephants. Well, he's a lion <laughs> troll because he's... Yeah, I mean, he is. He is doing his whole press release thing and he is spinning it a certain way. Mm -hmm. And now that you know that there is spin, you can look out for the spin. You can. But I don't think he's far wrong in the fact that they are freaking huge. All right. I mean, I know Aurochs. Realistically, I know Aurochs were big. (laughs) Kind of big. A little bit uh, big. Maybe not quite slightly less than an elephant unless he's got a really, really small elephant. Having said that, there are fairly small elephants, so... Yeah. Good point. Okay. Grey is the is. usual. Grey is the usual colour, Majesty. <laughs> Who's queen? As you may say, Majesty, there were these magnificent orange elephants. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. I just I get blackadder every <clears> now <throat> and then. Has to be done. Coming over the Alps <laughs> on elephants. On what? What? On, on elephants. What's an elephant? A really, really big upside-down squirrel. Jesus Christ, that's scary. Yes. So, <laughs> kind of like elephants, but bulls, big horns thing going on. Never going to get through a revolving door. Indeed. Not going to happen. So There will be no capes. So, for me, this rune is more to do with unfettered strength and instinct. And, yeah, if you're going to describe somebody as bullish... Yeah. This is the kind This is the of, one to do it with. This is the rune to do it with. Okay. It's that kind of the strength that hasn't been harnessed and yoked and domesticated and and made smaller and more manageable this is the bull you do not want in a china shop this is the bull yes as opposed to the other bull which is the one that sort of uh, just just mooches around a field all day chewing on grass and lowing yeah is that what they do they low they do the cattle are lowing yeah the baby awakes probably no the baby doesn't awake. Awake. Yeah, he does awake, but he doesn't. He doesn't cry, does he? That's that's how the. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've sung Christmas carols for some reason. Yeah, well, uh, wrong season, dear. It's getting that way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah the sun didn't rise till about half past four this morning. Well, it didn't rise then. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't start going. The, the, the pale. 
the pale fingers of of, of icy dawn. Whose fingers are you start doing? But half past four in the icy, morning. Icy, icy dawn. Really? Yeah. Is she all right? She's a lovely girl. <laughs> Stop it! What? We're gonna have to cut all this. No, out. we're not. Yes, we are. No, I'm not cutting this. This is genius. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. Lovely listeners, we're gonna leave you with an image of kind of cows doing cow chill out Woodstock hippie flower power making waffles things. Lowing. Lowing. On the down low. On the down low. The down lowing. The down lowing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't speak modern. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. Anything past Victorian age is modern. I used to read just William books when I was a kid, and that's pretty much where my brain is. Yeah, it was where I stopped. It's like 1950, bang. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, we're going to leave you with the image of battle cattle and Caesar's description of them as elephants and the slightly confusing, not quite parallel descriptions in the rune poem of the same rune with three slightly different understandings of its character. And I so, tend to go with the Battle Cattle version, so we've but got, there are other versions out as well. So we've got the Aurochs. Yeah. For one, the wild, untamed... <laughs> yeah, beastie. Beastie of the beasts. We've got the the uh, slag slash dross and the reindeer Racing running over the, over, the snow. S- over the snow. Yeah. And we've got the Icelandic one. Icelandic one is kind of like really hard rain. Hard rain. You see, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got three slightly different understandings, three slightly different, three very different understandings of this rune. I tend to go with the understanding that it's an aurochs, it's boss primogenus, it's the wild, untamed instinct and nature mm. of the wilds that is kind of the counterpart to the first rune, which is the civilization. So it's that binary again. Yeah. So lovely listeners, we're going to leave you around the virtual campfire, just pondering the differences between the first rune and this rune. Okay. We will talk to you all next time. If you would like to find us online, my name is Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. Come say hi. And if you want to find me, I am Kate Coldman online and you can find me at my uh, shabby... um, <laughs> my shabby not quite website at glassrain.net so lovely listeners we're going to leave you around the virtual campfire we'll come back and talk to you in next episode and we'll talk to you then bye 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 bye